The Word says that where our treasure is, our heart will follow. And there's nothing better to defeat materialism than giving. Giving affirms the old saying that the greatest things in life are not things. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. This was in the news this morning. (laughs) I just thought this was interesting. Here you go. The inventor of the television remote control, Robert Adler, died yesterday in Boise, Idaho. He was 93 years old. Millions of couch potatoes will pay tribute to Mr. Adler today during the broadcast of the golf tournament by pressing the mute button for about five seconds. (laughs) I think that I'm going to get involved in that. (laughs) What would we be without the remote control? I, I don't know. I want to talk to you for just a minute this morning about giving. And I know that I talk about tithing and giving pretty often. But I want to talk about why we need to give. But first, let me go back to tithing for a second. You see, tithing really isn't giving. Tithing, as we've reinforced many times around here, is an act of obedience to the Lord. And it's important, and it's important to God that we do it. And when we do it, we're acknowledging that everything that we have belongs to God. And that when we tithe, He gives us His blessing on the remaining 90% of what we have. So while tithing is expected, it's also respected. But giving is also an important part of our life, and it's also important to God. Did you know that over 2,000 verses in the Bible reference money or possessions? In contrast, there are about 500 verses about faith. There's about 500 verses about prayer. And of the 38 parables that Jesus taught, 16 of them had something to do with money. In the Bible, the word give is used 2,285 times. And no, I did not count them. Does that seem like a lot? I mean, the word love appears 733 times. I think the message is that what we do with and how we handle our money is a big deal in developing our relationship with God. So there's a number of good reasons why we need to give and be good, generous givers. But for starters, here's three of the best reasons. The first reason is we need to give. Because it keeps our heart in the right place. What we give to defines our priorities. The Word says that where our treasure is, our heart will follow. And there's nothing better to defeat materialism than giving. Giving affirms the old saying that the greatest things in life are not things. The next reason we need to give is simply to benefit others. Since the beginning of time, there's always been those who are in great need. 
The Lord made it clear that we as Christians are to help them. We're to, we're to do more than just share the gospel with them. We're to love them and we're to share with them in material ways. And I love this saying, you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. And finally, the reason we need to give is because giving glorifies God. Giving really is an act of worship, just as praising Him is. And giving is tangible. And it's a way that we can show our gratitude for all He gave us. Oswald Chambers, he said, Worship is giving God the best that He has given you. You know, most, most of us wish that we didn't have to think about money all the time, that we didn't have to try to make ends meet, provide for our, our needs for ourselves and for our families. But you see, that struggle... That challenge to meet all the demands of the day is part of the journey that God has put us on. And when we labor in the field and we're faithful, in spite of our financial challenges, He places in our hearts the desire to give what we can. And He knows that it takes faith to do it. And that's when something special happens. And that's when we begin to grow stronger in the Lord. So giving is important. And we need to do it. And we need to be good at it. The Apostle Paul said, you should see that you excel in the grace of giving. What does God expect from you? Tune in to learn how you can meet every expectation in your life when you first meet God's great expectations for you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I want to share with you something that I call great expectations. And here's a little story about a misguided expectation. Reaching the end of a job interview, the human resource manager asked a young college grad, and what, are you, and what starting salary are you looking for? The young man paused to consider his answer. I was thinking in the neighborhood of $200,000 per year, depending on the benefits package, of course. The interviewer replied, Well, what would you say to a package of five weeks vacation, 14 paid holidays, full medical and dental, 
company retirement stock options in a company car of your choice, let's say a red Corvette. Stunned, the young man got excited. He said, wow, are you serious? No, said the interviewer. I'm just kidding, but you started it. How many know we all live our lives with constant pressure of people expecting certain things from us? If you're married, for instance, your spouse has a right to expect some things from you, like love, protection, and support, and taking the trash out. (laughs) Your boss certainly has expectations that you will perform at a particular level. And when you add your children, your family, even your government, sometimes it seems that your entire life is about meeting expectations of others. Well, meeting all these expectations can be overwhelming at times, but I want to encourage you today by sharing with you from God's Word that the best way to not only meet everyone's expectations, but to exceed their expectations is to focus not on them, but on simply meeting God's expectations of you. So my question is this. What does God expect from you? Well, first, let's understand what God doesn't expect from you. Our Heavenly Father does not expect us to live a perfect life. He does not expect us to make no mistakes. And God knows in his infinite wisdom that on our own strength, we will never measure up and meet his expectations. But here's the good news. Because of Christ, that's not what he expects from us. What he does expect from you and I are these four things. And the first one is this. Love him. Say it with me. Love him. Jesus said this, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. Just love God. The second expectation God has of you is to serve him. If you love God, you acknowledge your salvation, his kingdom, and your place in it. And God actually expects your loyalty and your service, and he sees it as the way to separate right and wrong in your life. The word says, and you will see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. The next big expectation God has of you is really big. He wants us to trust him. And you know what the word says about this as well as I do. It says, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. You know, I love the fact that the writer in Proverbs didn't just say, trust the Lord with all your heart. He was sure to add the other part. And lean not on your own understanding. You see, trusting God requires our faith in God. Because he's not 
going to explain everything he's doing to you and me. So even though we don't get it, God still expects us to trust him. And finally, God expects us to seek him. And this requires some action on our part. And you might ask, well, what does that mean, to seek after God? Well, let me ask you a question. When was the last time that you ever found anything important that you weren't looking for? The word actually gives us the way to do it. It says, if you seek the Lord your God, you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. I discovered something about God's expectations while doing this, uh, this research. I noticed that all the best scriptures about these four things didn't just instruct us, instruct us to do them, but to do them with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength. You see, there's, there's no shortcut. There's no half-hearted way to the kingdom of God. You're either all in or you're nowhere at all. Can I ask you something? With all the expectations that you are trying to meet today, are you meeting the expectations of the one and the only one that really matters? Love him. Serve him. Trust him. Seek him. I can tell you with confidence today that meeting God's expectations will change everything about how well you meet every other expectation in your life. And I can tell you one more thing. God will never meet your expectations. Because God always exceeds our expectations. And by faith, we can expect his miraculous touch on our life. Just listen to what the Apostle Paul says about that. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think. According to the power that is at work within us, unto him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all the ages, forever and ever. Amen. Look what the Lord has done. When you get discouraged, just look how far you've come. Look at what you've come through. Stay tuned to hear how reflecting on this simple phrase can help you find your purpose. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tool Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy 
vanity that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Find Nebo tools, intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the ultra-cool and handy Slim, at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. How many saw our boy Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman get inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame yesterday? Wasn't, wasn't that great? I thought it was. And, you know, what was interesting was how Troy spent most of his time in his speech thanking all the people who helped him in his life. Did you, did you remember that? And actually, all the inductees did that. And, you know, this is not uncommon because every time you reach a major goal in your life or you make a major change in your life, it's good to reflect on where you've been and how you got to this place. And I know my brother Glenn and I, you know, we have this habit, especially when we feel like our business is bogged down and we're frustrated because, you know, the lack of progress. Sometimes we sit down and we say, well, let's just look where we were a year ago. You know, let's remember we we fired that guy that we didn't like or uh, we started doing business with some customer that we, we, we didn't have before. But we'll reflect on the positive things that have happened all the time knowing that we had had some setbacks, that we had some new obstacles to climb. But by looking back and taking the overview, overview, we're always able to say this. Look what the Lord has done. Where would we be without the Lord? So I've decided that being able to say, look what the Lord has done, is a healthy and necessary thing for us Christians to do. Not so that we can congratulate ourselves for any victory that we may have, but so that we can remind ourselves of all the things that we've come through. Did you know that the first song that there's any record of in the scriptures takes place in Exodus? And it's a song from the Israelites to the Lord. And the song talks about how God rescued them and saved them from Pharaoh and his army. And I don't know what the music would have been like, but it was a big hit. (laughs) But what they were doing, they were looking at what the Lord had done for them. We need to do that in every area of our life, in our relationships, in our finances, and certainly in our spiritual life. And when you do that, even if we're going through a trial in one area of our life, we'll find we can still marvel at what he's done for us in another. And it's also important to tell people what the Lord has done for you in your life. When Jesus delivered the young man who had the demons, he told him, when they, when they said, what do you want to do with him? He said, he told the young man, he said, go home and tell your family what the Lord has done for you and that he has had mercy on you. I believe the Lord would rather us tell someone what he's done for us than he would to preach to them or give them a lesson. So I couldn't help it. Coming into church this morning, 
I stood at the front, front entrance on the side and I said, look what the Lord has done. I mean, it was not quite two years ago that we agreed to come together and build the Children's Center and to renovate the sanctuary. And it was only a few years ago that Mike and Cheryl Ballard came and just inspired us to invest and to act on, this, on his vision in the children's ministry. And a few years ago, Stephen Evans was just forming his vision for global evangelism. And already there's been two successful crusades in other countries and another one planned coming up. A few years ago, Pastor Dez was struggling with his health. But he's come through that. Praise God. He's been able to return to Israel and he and Mary have two beautiful granddaughters to show off over the last few years. I look around and I see so many testimonies. Look what the Lord has done. When you get discouraged, just look back. Look how far you've come. Look at what you've come through. You can realize that every good thing comes from the Lord. You see, this is the point. We need to look back in order to have the faith to go forward. Because He's faithful. In spite of our disappointments and our failures, He's always faithful. I know that sometimes you feel like nothing's working. Just look at what the Lord has done. You just can't do it without being filled with gratitude. And gratitude is the only path to contentment. There's an old saying that says, He who forgets gratitude can never be on speaking terms with happiness. So look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. It'll help you find your purpose. It'll give you a new perspective. And it'll cause you to realize your potential. In Jesus' name, just look what the Lord has done. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com 
or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's embracegrace.com or call 817-755-8484.